All right. We're going to, you know what? I have something popping up on the screen and uh, unmute, I guess. Okay. All right, there we go. <laughs> Okay. All right. So um, what we're going to be doing for you today is um, is our our new project, and that's called The Doc and the Chef, and it's actually a YouTube series. We have 16 episodes already filmed, um, and they come out every other Sunday. And um, today we have really three live episodes that we're right. going to be doing for right. you guys. This, this came about because uh, in my medical practice and the encouraged work, you know, teaching culinary, med, uh, culinary education, plant-based we both realized we, we kept getting the same questions over and over and over, you know, the plants have protein. If I don't eat meat, where am I going to get my protein and is soy going to cause cancer? And, you know, the list uh-huh. goes on. And so, so that's the reason we, we, Developed this this uh, program, this YouTube channel. Yeah, because we didn't see anything else like it out on social media, or really, it was either a talking head, a you know, a great scientist, a researcher, a physician, or a chef, a cook. But nobody was putting the two concepts together. Right. So that's what we're doing today. All right. All right. Let's get Ready? started. Let's okay. get started. <laughs> okay. So Jim, you know that I'm going through this new workout routine, trying to just get a little chiseled, get ready for summertime. And, um, so I'm, I'm at the gym pretty often and I'm really, you know, mm-hmm. hitting the weights. So, but I also have, <clears throat> pardon me, I have this, um, monthly get together with my girlfriends. Mm-hmm. We like to go out and eat and find new restaurants. So last week, um, we figured out which restaurant we were going to. I looked up the menu online and, um, we sit down and everybody gets their food and I'm the only plant-based person in my group. And so everybody gets these beautiful dishes and I get this lentil soup. And I was so excited. I just was drooling. I was so excited for this soup. And my girlfriend to my my left says, Karen, I know what kind of workout routine you are going through right now. And there is no way that there is enough protein in that lentil soup to sustain your workouts. So what gives? Well, you know, Karen, I, I hear that all the time. I hear it from athlete friends of mine. I hear it from patients, you know, where do, when they hear I'm plant-based, the first thing they ask, where do you get your protein? Well, guess what? Plants have protein. That's what I tried to tell right. them. So if you really think about it, right? So, so you eat a piece of steak or a hamburger for protein. Where did that protein come from? It came from the grass that the cow ate, right? You eat a piece of chicken. Where did that come from? It came from the seeds and maybe a few bugs that the chicken ate, right? And so, so, so plant, you know, plants have protein. Now, you know, 10,000 years ago, there may have been a survival advantage for our ancestors to, to get concentrated animal fat and protein from, from meat, animal foods, because they needed to get big and strong, get away from the leopard and, and, and find a mate and pass on their DNA before they die of some infectious disease. And now in the modern world, because we, we no longer most of us in the Western world aren't really starved for calories. We have the luxury of skipping the middleman and going straight to the plants. Because again, these animals have just, they've already used all the good stuff, the fiber, the antioxidants, the phytonutrients, the vitamins and minerals. They've already used that to run their own machinery. Their own bodies. Exactly. And they've concentrated what's left in the protein and fat, which we then consume. And, and so, you know, and we know that, that many chronic diseases that we see today are, are associated with the underconsumption of, of plant-based foods and the overconsumption of, of these animal foods. 
So if I'm, if you think, well, of course you're, you're the doc, so you would know, but if I'm getting enough protein from that soup, let's talk about this for a minute. So what, you know, what's a good source of protein? Well, so, so first of all, let's talk about how much protein you really need. Okay. Right? Okay. Because, all right. because, because that, that's, you know, that's, that's, that's key. And that's, right. there's a lot of confusion around. That's that, true. Right? So most people who are kind of average activity level need about 0.36, grams per pound, right? Okay. So for most people, that's in the 50 to 60, maybe 65 gram range, depending on how much you, you, you weigh. Um, now, if you're athletic, you do need more protein, right? So an endurance athlete may need 0. 0.75, 0. 0.5, 0.75, somewhere in there. A strength trained athlete might need up to one, one gram per pound. Right. 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 So, so yeah. a one, one, one to one, one ratio, exactly. if you're exactly. really hitting the gym really right. hard, harder than me. Right. Right. Yeah. I'm talking about NFL football players, sure. marathon runners. Yeah. But guess what? So a few years ago, as you know, I, to celebrate my turning 60, I unfortunately unsuccessfully tried to kill myself. Uh, I wanted to do something epic and I trained for and completed a full Ironman triathlon, right? So 2.4 mile swim, 112 mile bike, then you get to run a marathon as if that's not enough. And clearly I needed much more protein. Uh, in my diet during that hard, those hard months of training as I'm preparing for this race. So a whole food plant-based diet has about, it's about 75% unrefined carbs. It's about 15% plant-based protein and about 10% fat. So very low fat. So if you do the math backwards for someone like yourself, right? Um, um, and say, say you're eating 15, 1800 calories a day, somewhere in there. And, if, and so if you take 15% of that and do the math backwards, that's going to put you almost exactly where you need to be, right? Now, I'm training for an Ironman. Yeah. I'm not eating 1,800 calories a day. I'm eating 3,600 calories a day, 4,000 calories a day. So what happened to my protein intake? Well, your protein intake went up. It doubled. Because your calories. Exactly, went up. exactly. So it's not protein we need to worry about it's calories right. as long as you're getting enough calories to sustain the kind of physical activity you're doing that you, you will get enough protein okay so yeah because it's not like you can go down the protein aisle of a grocery store right you're getting your calories right, right. that's exactly right okay okay so um then let's talk about types of protein right okay? so like actually no let me ask you this what happens because listen marketing everywhere right. says protein this protein that get more right. protein get more protein so what happens if we get too much protein right that's a great question uh, and there are consequences um, and in fact the, the average protein intake in the united states is about 100 grams a day so it's almost double of what we really need Thanks. so the carbohydrate and the fat that we consume we can store that in our muscle cells and our liver. And then we, that's the carbohydrate. We store that as what's called glycogen. And we can use that for fuel. The fat we can store as fat cells in our fat cells to use as energy uh, for more prolonged exercise. If there's extra carbohydrates that gets converted to fat, which we store, but we can't really store extra protein. So when we consume too much protein, um, then, um, then, then we have to get rid of it. So it gets converted to nitrogen but it's excreted in our urine. And so too much protein can put a tremendous strain on our kidneys and there's association with excess protein intake and things like kidney disease, right? 
Uh-huh. Now, we also know that protein is an anabolic substance, so it promotes tissue growth. That's why when you're lifting those weights, you need more protein, right? right? Yeah. But there's other cells in our body that we don't want to promote the growth, and that's cancer cells. Sure. So we're all making, we, we all get mutated cells in our, in our bodies fairly regularly, but normally our, our immune system and such can kind of get, take care of them more than cause any problem. But you can imagine when we, when we consume too much protein, it stimulates a, a hormone called insulin growth factor one, um, which can promote those cancer cells uh, to, to divide, which is something we don't want. In fact, there was a very interesting study a few years ago in the journal Cell Metabolism that looked at middle-aged men and protein intake. And the men with the highest animal-based protein had a 75% greater risk of cancer. What was interesting about that, though, when the when the proteins when the when the protein was mainly from an animal source, the risk wasn't nearly as high; it was almost negated. And there's some theories around that. And again, it has to do with which proteins stimulate this IGF, which amino acids stimulate this IGF one. So really, it is more dangerous if you want to use that word to be to be uh, eating animal-based protein. Yes versus plant-based protein. That's exactly right. And so, you know, one of the arguments for a long time in this whole protein controversy is is that um, you'll you'll hear this, right? That plants don't have complete protein. Yes, all the time. I still hear this. Yeah, they're not complete proteins, right? So what that means is um, proteins are made up of, of individual amino acids. And when we consume protein in whatever form, that that protein is broken down in our gut into its independent, in, in its individual to, into the individual amino acids. Now those are absorbed and then we reassemble them in our liver primarily to make the enzymes we need. And you know, they, they reassemble them in our muscle tissue to make muscle and on and on and on. Um, and there's, there's a number of amino acids that our bodies can't manufacture, right? And those are called essential amino acids. So we have to get those from our diet. And the concern's always been, you know, you, you eat a piece of steak, oh, it's got all the amino acids we need. And that plants don't. And that's just a fact. It's just not true. Um, um, every plant-based source of protein has all of the individual amino acids you need. It, it's, it's, it's just not true. So there's no more of this having to do rice and beans. There's right. no more complementing proteins. Exactly. That's exactly just right. eat your plants. That's You're exactly. going to be just fine. That's exactly right. I like to get right to the point. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> right. No, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. Because that's what you always heard, right? There's, you know, this protein combining and yeah, stuff. And right, right. It's just not necessary. Yeah. Okay, good. So that's, that's, I, I mean, I've heard that a little bit, but it's nice just to right. lay it to rest. Right. Okay. So should we get cooking? Well, what, you know, what about people who don't get enough protein? Oh, well, you know what? I didn't even like, I, I guess you I guess we should address that, but I don't really, I didn't even really think about that right. because there's so much talk about more protein, more protein, more protein. Right. You're saying that people are getting too much. Well, people are worried about it. You know, you go yeah. to the gym and that's what they're worried about, right? They're not, not getting, getting enough protein, protein. right, yeah. right. And so, so, um, and it does happen, right? Um, but it's mainly caused by calorie malnutrition, right? So, you know, when you see these sad pictures of children starving, they got the big bellies and sunken eyes, th- those kids are protein deficient. And that's, that's a condition called course. I can honestly tell you in my 35, almost 40 years of practicing medicine, I have never seen someone walk in off the street with clinical protein deficiency. The few cases I've seen are people, you know, in stage cancer, you know, who are at the end of life. So it does happen, but it's just not something we need to worry about. 
Because the two things that you just described, the two times that you might see a protein deficiency right. is also going to be a calorie that's deficiency. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. So if you're getting enough calories, chances are. Not chances are. <laughs> okay. If you're getting enough calories, <laughs> you you're are. getting enough protein. There you go. That's right.